0: you this morning. Welcome into the house of the Lord. We're just here to worship. Amen. We don't have to wait till the end of the song service. Let's just enter right in. I've been wanting to sing the song, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Amen. We'll start with the first verse, Worthy is the Lamb. Oh, worthy is the to come take the morning offering this morning. Amen. We're going to ask you, Brother Murphy. Brother Murphy, you would just come and open the service for us in a word of prayer. We just want to give thanks to the Lord for what he's done. Amen. We don't have any written prayer requests this morning, but there's still a need in your life. Amen. We know that God sees every heart, every upraised hand, and the Lord touch you this morning.
1: Let's just bow our head together oh dear heavenly father what a heavenly place that you have prepared for us in the last few days we hear the word and the word moves move us and we give our life to you we worship you we praise you lord we see the heaven coming down lord lord we see the blessing of god that is on each person we see the deliverance we see the transforming we see the breakthrough lord oh god our heart is just uh, just give it a such a rejoice the lord the thrill today in our heart to say to our young people says, uh, lord that are coming forward is not just by emotion but it's by the word has moved them it's about the atmosphere lord that you have created it's about an anointing that you have to give it to us to move us into the heavenly ground lord we thank you lord Lord, we ask you to uh, anoint your servant at it again this morning. As this is the last service, Lord, we pray to the Holy Spirit that it come down, let a fellowship with your children, Lord, and then bring us uh, to the level, Lord, that there were never been before. Lord, that let a word speak to the each heart, that a life that has been changed and it continually be changing. Lord, that let the spirit of a God fill it in each person, Lord, to break through that again. Lord, if there is any darkness, may the light shine forth that it drive away all the darkness. Made of the people that need to be delivered, let them be delivered, Lord. People that have been sick, been bothered, let their sickness be gone. Let it be completely healed. Oh, you're the healer of our physical body, but you're also the healer of our spirit, Lord. Let a great and mighty God coming down and heal the soul, heal the spirit. Lord, we thank you, Lord. This is the ground of the call to be holy, Lord. This is ground is not that we cast out demon. Demon already out. This is the place that, that we can enjoy ourselves. This is the place that we can enjoy it, our fellowship with our dear God. Oh, thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Lord, we open up our mouths. We lift up our hand. We worship it the mighty God. We worship it on the one that is coming down to fellowship with us. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, how you know that it each need. How you know our heart and desire. Lord, you will never leave us alone. But Lord, you'll come down and talk to us, Lord. You're the Word that deserves the heart. You know that every heart is yearning and longing. Lord, I pray, Lord, that this morning be forever remembered. It's because of you come down to talk to your children. You're coming down, Lord, because of you care, Lord. That's why we care, Lord. We care for your Word. We care your presence. Thank you, Lord, as we worship you again. Lord, a part of the offering and the tithes. Lord, we just give it to you. Lord, may all be used for the kingdom of a God. We thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Thanks.
0: And Brother Michael's gonna come. And after we sing a song like saying, I'm so glad he found me. Keep F. Oh, I'm so glad he found me
2: with us.
3: time this morning, aren't we? I was telling the brothers back there, I feel bad for Brother Andrew because I can imagine he's wrung out. <laughs> How many here are probably feeling wrung out? Yeah. Imagine the preacher right now. But I told Brother Tom, we both said the same thing at the same time. I was like, it's his fault. He preached expectation and we came with incredible expectation. And so here we are. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to take eh, as just a little bit of time, just get a couple little housekeeping things out of the way, and then we'll continue the service and, and continue on. But so just a little after-camp housekeeping uh, parts, after the service in here, if you can help, uh, we'll just as we depart the chapel at the end, whenever that would be, uh, we just like to stack the chairs on the, end, on the side here in stacks of about eight or so, so if you can help with that uh, when we leave, that would be most helpful. Uh, most important is our cabins. Cabins, boys, girls, everyone uh, uh, in, on the campgrounds, please. Nice and spick and span. We don't want to have to have anybody come in after them. So lost and found and leaving sweatshirts and this and that the other, please go through, pick it up, fine-tooth comb, comb out the caulk of birds of your cabin, please. Okay, so that we, uh, we can do that and leave it nice and, and shiny. Um, we have another camp coming in, and we just want to do our best. So please, keep our cabins nice and clean. Who remembers last night, Brother Andrew spoke and he said, he said, we're going to stomp the carpet so hard, we're going to have to replace it. Yeah. Who remembers that? Yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? That's happening. <laughs> For real. We, we've stomped the carpet a little bit too much up in the annex and the dining hall, and so we are going to be replacing that carpet, uh, actually, with some new flooring uh, over the next couple months. We have a two-month window, and that is going to take place between, uh, through March and April. And so we need two strong weekends uh, with a good, hearty crew of, of, uh, of people and, uh, to, to do that. And we're going to start and commence immediately after lunch, actually. Uh, we're not messing around around here. When he said stop the carpet, I pointed the back. I'm like, there it is. Vindicated right there. It's going to happen. And so we are going to just, we want to utilize the, uh, the manpower, quite literally, as best as possible while we're all here. And so we, la- we want to just do a tear out, we're gonna, we want to tear the carpet. Uh, because everybody likes demolition, especially the brothers, and uh, it'll go real quick and fast. So after lunch, we are going to uh, do just that, and so we have a little bit of coordination to do. Uh, we're shuffling some of the, the, the tables and chairs. Obviously, we'll collapse and go out of the of the annex, and, and we'll uh, order that uh, when we get up there. But after lunch, um, Brother Jeff, what's a good spot for just everybody to meet and, and get our marching orders? We can do that on the deck. Sounds good. So on the deck, after lunch, specifically brothers, um, change into some good jeans. And we'll just continue praising the Lord by pulling out some carpet (laughs) together and fellowshipping there. If you can, I know maybe some might have to go. But I know anybody that got tests on Friday, you aren't due to cross by Monday. So you can't give me a test excuse because I know you got 72 hours. So. I'm not saying I'm going to hold you overnight, but um, if you can, if we could have, you know, 20-plus brothers or something like that, which shouldn't be too hard to reach, we should be able to clear that. We just want to see what's below. We want to see what's underneath so we can prep for the next couple weekends. So is that okay? But Jeff, anything else I should mention there, or is that about good? All right. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's that, ooh, I cringe when I walk in there, and I'm ready to see. We've actually already purchased the floor. We're going to put in vinyl plank. And it'll be a nice, uh, nice. Uh, Lord gave us a real good good deal. So we're going to now do our part. Amen. God bless you.
0: Drew, Victoria, do you want to come right away? We're not going to have another song. We'll just have you come and sing. And if you notice that people's voices are kind of gone, well, you just wait till you get to watch the archive of last night's service and you'll understand. I was sitting in the back and... I was smiling and raising my hand, and I'm like, I have no idea what Brother Andrew's saying. I can't hear a thing. And I asked the sound man, like, is it just me? And I'm like, it must be good, watching the reaction in the first half of the sanctuary. I couldn't hear 50% of the service. So I'm like, praise the Lord, we still had a wonderful time. It was was supernatural, and we're just so grateful. If we're going to burn our voice out, it might as well be here in the house of God. Amen. God bless you for singing.
2: One night, while on life's raging sea, it looked as if I would suffer defeat. As the darkness of night closed off the light, my heart sank with fear. And my desperate cry, ring out, With faith all but gone i met the one who came looking drifted so far would anyone care that i'd soon be lost i knew my destruction was a matter of time but jesus appeared and said this one is mine and now i'm safe from all harm. for he walked through the storm he came looking for me Came
0: aren't you so glad? Amen. He found us. Amen. Sister Anna Hope, why don't you go ahead and come at this time? We're not going to have another song. We'll just invite you up. We're going to have a baby dedication in a little bit. I know the level's been waiting for a while to have their little one dedicated, so we're glad we get the opportunity this morning. And then we're going to have Brother Andrew come and just take his liberty once again. I hope no one has a schedule. No one has a roast that's burning at home. We're just going to let the Lord have his way. And just cap off this camp with just another masterpiece. I'm looking forward to it. Amen. To our brother Tom for the baby dedication. Maybe just as they prepare to come, we just need to worship the Lord. God will not reject your prayer. Let's do it in uh, B flat. You could. Yeah. God will.
2: Just have patience and wait and see what God.
4: I know. You know that as the church for a baby dedication. But now we're dedicating Judah Miles. Love all. Amen. Worship. Amen. Worship and praise. That's his name. Amen. That's what this camp's all about. Amen. This is the first baby dedication at a camp. Amen. So I want to worship this morning. That's what his name is. Amen. It is important. It is important. Why don't you come on up? It is important. Oh, just worship him. Sing
2: wonder. When God is i Bye.
4: baby dedication. Atmosphere. You may have your seats. You can keep just playing a little bit. Of course, it's Brother Jeremiah and Anna Hope Lovell, just dedicating this lovely little baby boy, Judah Miles Lovell. What a place. What an atmosphere. Brother Gary as a grandpa, mama on the line going to rejoice in the goodness of God. Every good gift and every perfect gift. When you have young peoples, you just remember, your young people aren't coming to camp just as young people. They are every good gift. They're every perfect gift. And they've come down from the Father of lights. And God has watched over this little baby. Man, he's gone, he's gone through a lot of warfare already. Hasn't he? Gone through a lot of warfare. We have brethren that meet in a prayer meeting. Hmm. Judah just couldn't settle down. They sent in. Brother Victor, where are you? He recorded the prayers at the prayer meeting for this little boy. Sent the file to this beautiful couple just the prayers recorded over a little phone settle that child down i say to god be the glory he's an ever-present god amen i've got so much history here i think mom gave me about enough to preach for four hours but Sister St. John, forgive me. Oh, there you are. Praise the Lord. Love to have you here. God bless you. <laughs> it's a wonderful atmosphere to have your grandson dedicated before the King of Glory and that we could be a part of it. So we have Judah Miles, Lovell. Judah, thanksgiving and praise. To thank God or to praise God. What a fitting time at this camp that we can end off with the sound of praise and thanksgiving. Miles, servant, soldier, who's like God, one who is merciful. My goodness. God, make him a warrior for the kingdom of God. He's fought enough already, and he's come through. And he'll keep coming through, Anna Hope. Don't you worry. Don't you worry at all. The Bible says in Revelation 5 and 4, And I wept much, but no man was found worthy to open the book or to read the book, neither to look thereon. But one of the elders said unto me, Behold, the lion of the tribe of praise hath prevailed. The devil tried to take this boy. No, sir. The lion of the tribe of Judah hath prevailed to watch over this baby. Amen. David writes, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and that's what we've done this morning. That's why I wanted that. To make a joyful noise unto him with psalms, enter the gates with thanksgiving and into the courts with praise be thankful unto him and bless his holy name i think as a congregation we can say we have entered his courts with thanksgiving as a group of young people brother bram said in the message prophet elijah elisha let's say praise the lord he entered his gates with thanksgiving and praise let's say praise the lord Brother Bram goes on to say, praise God, whom all blessings flow. Praise him, O creatures here below. Praise him above you, heavenly host. Praise the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That's the praise, he said, of archangels and of angels tonight. I don't know about you, but I got an angel come by my way last night. Amen. Did he come by your way? I'll enter his courts with thanksgiving. He said, that's the praise of archangels and angels tonight. That's the praise of his church. His resurrected living power is living in this building tonight. Nothing can pass before him. But what he knows, the secret of everything. And in his presence we stand. Now to condemn sin. And every sickness in this building. Any sickness that come on that child, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. He's had enough. He said he's here to rebuke every sickness in this building. And in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I command every evil spirit in this building to depart from sinner. Depart from backslider depart from the sick depart from the cripple Depart from the blind. I say devil depart This child is going to be dedicated unto the Lord Jesus Christ the King of glory And I believe that his presence is here to do exceedingly and abundantly all that you would even ask or think and oh I deny any sickness Brother Jeremiah, you're the high priest of the home. Deny it. Do not go to the medical mind. You go to the word of God. By his stripes, I am healed. That angel is walking before him. Going to heal him. Going to touch him. Going to deliver him. That's his dedication morning. May the angel of the Lord go before them this morning. Amen. Judah Miles. Here we are, honey. We've been waiting for this a long time. Sweetheart, yes. Yes. Let's pray. Father, as we hold you to miles in my arms, a beautiful gift to a beautiful couple, we cherish them, Lord. We love them. We'll do anything, Lord, to create an atmosphere for the glory of God to go before him. Lord, you gave this gift to Jeremiah and Anna Hope Lovell. And they are this morning, Lord, dedicated, wanting to have this child dedicated surrendered and given back to Almighty God. I pray that the fire of God would watch over this child. I pray, Lord, that any sickness would come. We bind it in Jesus' name, that he'll grow up healthy and strong. And as Miles is his middle name, may he be a soldier of the cross of Jesus Christ. Lord, may his mouth always be filled with praise and thanksgiving of the goodness of God we dedicate now, Judah Miles, to you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, sweetheart. Amen. There we go. Wasn't that bad? (laughs) Thank you, Brother Chairman. And oh, God bless you. Amen.
0: at this time, and I I think I'd just like to sing with you all, No One Like Our God. Why don't we sing that as we invite Him? I just felt I couldn't end camp without singing this with you, and while we all still have voices, we can sing it once more together. He stretches the heavens, E-flat. He stretches the heavens like curtains before Him He formed every star
4: living in another voice. How many have enjoyed the meetings, thus far. <laughs> Amen, Brother Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> well, this morning, we are here, and the saints are back in Cloverdale. Our pastor, Brother Biscoll, is online, and I'd like you to greet our pastor and our assembly at Cloverdale and say, God bless you. God bless, God bless you. Amen. It's like we've said over this COVID generation, this last couple of years, it seems. We are one body. It never has changed. People might say it's changed. It's never changed. And you young people are a testimony. Satan cannot have you. Amen. right brother billy he can't have us no sir try to divide we deny it we stand here as a united church amen with a vision and we followed as i preached a couple sundays ago we're staying under the vision of our pastor we have this camp because of our pastor you're enjoying the blessing because of your pastor I'm enjoying having these precious brethren come because of our pastor. You say, while well, you're lifting up your pastor, no, I can't lift him up enough. Because if Brother Bisco was not here, I would not be standing here. And I want to look around the room and I'd say, you wouldn't be either. But by a vision and directed by Almighty God, here we stand, Brother Ben, under the glory of his presence. Amen. We've had some tremendous services. It started in Cloverdale, and in Cloverdale we thought, well, Brother Andrew normally do like Thursday or Friday, Saturday, Saturday morning, Saturday night, and we thought, no, I, I think I'd like Brother Andrew to minister to our saints back home so that they could get a taste of what we've got here. And did we have a service on Wednesday night? We had a service, and I'm still under expectation. Amen, it, it's just because it's the last service doesn't mean I'm not expecting Brother Andrew. We're not gonna sit back now and just say, oh, it's the last service. Hey, this might be our last service. He might preach me in heavenly places that i never come back again. Wouldn't that be tremendous? Man, I went home last night, I thought I'd gone through a, a whole round with Muhammad Ali. My arms were aching, my neck was aching, my voice was shot. I was enjoying putting that devil out of here. Amen. <laughs> yes, sir. That is wonderful preaching. And we have been blessed to have Brother Andrew Glover here from Faith Tabernacle, Blacksburg, Virginia. That's a long ways away. And that's, that's actually an obscure place because you can't just fly in a plane and get here. You got to go from airport, to airport, to airport, to airport, and he arrives. And we want to thank you, Brother Andrew. We want to thank you very much. (laughs) Are you expecting this morning? I am expecting. And so whatever you got concocted in your mind and we're going to have a lunch, forget it. Lunch can wait and burn. I know the kitchen won't like that statement. But I'm thankful for every one of you elder brothers that have been so faithful to keep, that let this camp and sisters make this camp possible because it couldn't happen. And all of it collectively has made an atmosphere electrified. Listen, I don't come, I don't come to snack. Like Brother Murphy has accused me and will always accuse me, I'm a passionate eater. (laughs) <laughs> so we got two passionate eaters so when I hear the word I'm passionate I don't care who's preaching if it's a word I'm passionate and I don't hear you know, people say well you know he's only 25 or you know that young brother's only 30 years old get over it God knows no age he uses the vessel amen Brother Bosworth, who I'm going to spend a lot of time in heaven with, he was, what, 70-some-odd years old and came in contact with Brother Branham. Brother Branham was in his 30s. You know Brother Bosworth, you know what he did? He carried. He wanted to carry Brother Branham's bags. He didn't say, you know, I'm older than you. No, sir, the humility, because he saw the gift of God. I've enjoyed the word, Andrew. I've enjoyed the gift of God. May God use you this morning. You have your perfect liberty, and we're behind you 100%. Amen. God bless you. Where's that, Where's that verse? A voice like thunder. You can put it up. There you go. His voice is like thunder. His word is free. We love you, brother. Praise God.
5: Can you give him a hand clap of praise this morning he is the king of kings he is the lord of lords he is the god of all gods he is the champion of all champions he is the undefeatable undisputable champion of our lives amen god bless you this morning well isn't it good to be in his presence again Amen. To feel the charge of the Holy Spirit in the meeting this morning, we thank the Lord for his strength and his grace and his favor upon our lives to stand here once again. Amen. We just want to take this opportunity to greet you this morning in the name of the Lord. We sure count it an honor and a privilege to have been here with you all this week. And my, we have thoroughly enjoyed the fellowship and uh, meeting new friends and uh, just becoming uh, more uh, in fellowship and just want to thank the Lord for what he's done for us and we sure want to say this morning we appreciate Brother Biscoe and this assembly there Cloverdale we pray the Lord would bless them this morning as they're gathered there and I uh, I don't uh, say this to lift a man up as Brother Tom uh, said but we we sure do appreciate Brother Biscoe and his stand for this message I thank God for a man that's taken this message and cut devils from one end to the other and back to the other end and Amen. I told Brother Tom the other day, I said, one thing I've always admired about Brother uh, Ed is every time he got the pulpit, you heard the message. Uh, You didn't hear about a fight or you didn't hear about this or you didn't hear some interpretation. You just heard the message. And I I know it may have been a few years ago. I pray it's okay just to share my heart for a minute. It might have been a few years ago he ministered a sermon, uh, a proven accuracy of the spoken word. I believe it was in 2012. And uh, there's been many times in my life since that sermon that you just get a little bit down and you go turn that that message on and the power of God just come through the voice of the ministry and just lift you back up. And I I want to say God bless you, Brother Biscoe and to Sister Biscoe this morning and to the family. We sure appreciate you all. And thank you, Brother Tom, for all you've done for us this week and a very, very comfortable stay you've given us. We thank you for that this morning. Brother Michael, Brother Murphy, Brother Tim uh, Dodd there at the church, God bless you. And amen. It sure has been an honor to be here. Let's just bow our heads together this morning for a word of prayer. And let's just ask the Lord, listen, invite him one more time to come. Heavenly Father, Lord, we gather here today with your word open before us, Father. Lord, only a symbol of who we are in this age we're living in, Lord. We're a people of an open book, Father. We're not following some cunningly devised fable of some man, Lord. We're not following traditions and ideas. We're not walking, Lord, under the umbrella of some denominational system this morning. But, Father, we are standing here today, dear God, as your redeemed sons and daughters, Lord. Redeemed attributes that you had in your mind from before the foundation of the world, and Lord, it has been an honor to be able to stand here this week, Father, with your sons and daughters, Lord. And Lord, to have this privilege to be able to put our shoulder to the wheel behind the vision here in this assembly, in this community, Father. Lord, to see this message lifted up, Father. Lord, as your prophet said, that an ensign is no good unless it's lifted up, Father. Lord, to, to see something become effective, Lord, it's got to be lifted up. And Lord, I want to thank you, Father, for an assembly and a pastor, Lord, who has lifted up this ensign this message. And Lord, as I come to the final service this morning, I pray, Lord, you would give us the grace, Lord, to speak to this young people this morning and Lord, to encourage them to realize this is their time, Father. This is their uh, this is their revival. This is their generation. This is their season. This is their opportunity, Lord, to lift up the ensign and let a lost and dying world know that the Son of Man has returned to this generation to give joy in the stead of sadness, to give healing in the stead of sickness to give deliverance in the stead of bondage to give salvation in the stead lord of being lost oh father may you come by our way this morning may you heal our sick lord may you save our lost father may you baptize with the holy ghost and fire lord i pray a special blessing upon every worker every counselor lord every musician father ever ever dorm leader ever lord every person that has put forth an effort to see these meetings come to pass this weekend father i pray you would open the windows of heaven lord Lord, and may you pour a blessing out upon them that they would have not room enough to receive. Father, we commit ourselves to you this morning. Use us for thy glory, and we'll be sure to give thee all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory, for it's in the wonderful name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. And all the believers says, amen and amen. God bless you this morning. The book of Psalms. I want to look in the book of Psalm this morning, the 34th chapter the book of Psalms, the 34th chapter, hey, amen, uh, still uh, under the effect of the presence of God from last night, hey, amen, uh, hey, amen, how many got the victory, how many is going to keep the victory, hey, amen, I'll tell you this, it won't be you keeping the victory, it'll be the victory keeping you, hey, amen, we sure thank the Lord for a sovereign, a sovereign move of his presence last night, hey, amen, uh, recognizing his presence, Amen. Psalms, the 34th chapter. I want to look in the 8th verse. Um, the Bible here says, O taste and see that the Lord is good. How many tasted and seen that the Lord is good? Amen. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Now, there is a blessing spoken of there in Psalms 34, verse 8, and if you'll turn with me to the book of Matthew, the 11th chapter, the book of Matthew, the 11th chapter, you will find, according to a prophet, you will find the blessing spoken of in Psalms 34 and Matthew eleven twenty eight. Hey, Amen, it's a beautiful sound to hear them pages turning. <laughs> Amen. I was in a service one time ministering and I said, we'll turn here. And I was waiting and waiting and I said, we'll turn here. And I was waiting and waiting and I realized it was on the board behind me. So, uh, but I love to hear the sound of Bible pages turning. Amen. I think devils start scattering at that sound. <laughs> Amen. So uh, Matthew 11 and verse 28, the Bible here says, come unto me all ye that are labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Amen. There's no possibility of that. That's a promise. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart. Notice this. And ye shall find rest unto your souls. Notice where Jesus is speaking. He's not speaking of the flesh, not speaking of the spirit. He's speaking of the soul. Ye shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is is light, Amen. We ask the Lord this morning to bless the reading of his word as you can be seated here today uh, for a few moments here. I want to, by the help of the Lord, minister to you. If I would title this sermon today, I want to speak to you on uh, the believers rest. The believers rest. I believe as believers here this morning that we are not make believers, we are not unbelievers, we are not borderline believers or halfway believers. Amen. I believe that we are genuine, thoroughbred, Holy Ghost filled believers. And you know, I, I find that as a believer, there's two things that every believer must do. A true believer must trust God, and that trust will produce a rest. A true believer must trust in God, and they must rest in God. Now, I was uh, praying the other morning, and the Lord just gave this to my heart. In order to rest, you've got to have trust. If you don't have trust, then you'll never have rest. So, amen, if you're, if you, if you're not trusting, like say you're going to lay down and maybe you don't trust it. Maybe, uh, maybe you're out camping somewhere and you put a hammock up between two trees and you lay in that hammock. You really don't rest if you don't trust that that hammock is strong enough to hold you between those two trees. Or uh, maybe if you're going somewhere, you don't really trust. Uh, you're not able to rest until you can trust. Now, in Exodus, the 12th chapter, we know that that was where that Moses told the children of Israel, we're leaving here, but before we leave, you must apply the token, right? And the prophet of God said what had to happen was the son had to trust the father who was called to place the blood over the door in order to rest in the promise of the token. But Abraham said it like this, the old dad wasn't scared. I can hear him say, son, just let down, let off the pressure. Nothing is going to harm us. He said it was just as calm as he could be. He promised that he, when he seen the blood, he would pass over. He said, I followed every instruction that the word of the Lord came to the prophet to told us to do. Now, that's a very powerful point. I followed every instruction that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet to tell us to do. I followed that instruction just the way that the prophet told us to do it. And I know that God's with the prophet because he's God's man and the word of the Lord comes to our Prophets, and therefore, he told us to apply this blood. He had thus saith the Lord, I have done it, and I believe it, and I'm resting in it. Amen. To think that that father could stand there, amen. I love the word Brother Bram puts in there calmly, amen. Knowing that the death angel is passing through the land, amen. At any moment, the death angel could pass through, and he could lose his firstborn son. That son was feeling the pressure of the knowledge that the death angel was passing through the land, and the father was they're resting upon the message amen that God had given the prophet Moses well I don't know about you this morning but I am a resting believer in the promises that God sent to us through a prophet called William, Mary and Branham let me amen if there's any question this morning let me clarify I trust this message I trust this prophet amen I trust every instruction that he gives us if a prophet said to a boy don't wear shorts I trust what he's saying. if he said don't have a television in your home I trust what he said I trust him on water baptism I trust him on serpent seed I trust him on predestination I trust him amen on the rapture teaching I am putting my voice with the voice of the seventh angel I put my trust in this message then that's why I'm not shaking this morning that's why I'm not nervous this morning that's why I'm not backing up to every devil amen that challenges this message I have received an absolute and that absolute is produced a trust and that trust is produced a rest amen the prophet said what I'm trying to say to you is don't you ever lose your confidence well I might as well draw out my sword here and cut a devil's head off for a second I'm a little bit sick of hearing people say amen that we can only trust certain parts of this message part of it is brother Branham and part of it is his opinion and part of it is the gospel amen I defy that devil in the name of Jesus Christ this message is not to be handpicked amen by some wannabe theologian or some teacher that thinks he's got some education this is the word of the Lord if you want to go in tribulation amen pick, pick this message apart if you want to miss the rapture take some and leave some amen but if you want to go in the future home if you want to step out of time into eternity some morning, amen then get in this message it'll take you brother it'll take you into the unseen realm what I'm trying to say to you is don't you ever lose your confidence don't let Satan tell you evil about me amen a prophet of God he that is in you 1963 don't you ever let Satan tell you evil about me because there is much, then you know what? All these people that try to tell us, amen, that Brother Branham had mistakes. are about 50 years late. Amen, because he told us. What can I preach this morning? Our people say, well, amen, I was studying. I found where Brother Branham used Larkin. And I found where he used Matthew Henry. And I found where he used it. Amen, you're not telling me something I didn't know. Brother Branham himself told me in Daniel's 70 weeks. He said, I've been studying commentaries. And I've been studying theological and I've been looking here and there and he said I've yet to come amen to what has a ring of truth to it amen a prophet was not coming to bring something new he was coming to restore the loose ends and by the restoration of those loose ends it would release a rapture in faith. Come on church I don't think we got to back up to the devil when it comes to this message. I trust what a prophet said. If a prophet said there's three and a half years I trust what he said. If a prophet said the rapture revelation was laying in Psalms 27. I trust what a prophet said. If a prophet said John 14 is no longer a funeral text. It is a, frapt- a rapture. and text. I trust what a prophet said. Is there anybody can put your voice with the voice of the word? Is there any young people here this morning that can say I trust this message. I'll trust it in my youth. I'll trust it as an adult. I'll trust it when I'm sick. I'll trust it when I'm well. I'll trust it when I'm on fire. I'll trust it when I'm in the valley. I trust this message Message. and because i trust in it brother murphy i rest in it let the winds blow let the rains fall let the devil come we're going to the other side amen because god has sent a message of leadership that is being led by the pillar of fire well glory to god anyhow i didn't come here amen to back up to this devil i trust this message Trust this message. I'll tell you why you're feeling what you're feeling right now. It's because you trust this message. I'll tell you why there ain't no strongholds on you this morning. It's because you trust this message. I'll tell you why you can stand to your feet and say amen when you hear this word. It's because the new birth has put a confidence in you that if a prophet said it, it's the truth. This message is the truth. Don't let the devil tell you evil about me. You keep that confidence because if you don't, it won't happen. Come on if you don't keep your confidence in this message then the promises of this message will not be manifested in your life amen don't look to me as a man amen I am a man I'm full of mistakes but look to what I'm saying about him amen it's him he is the one then David or rather David yeah comes along and says commit thy ways unto the Lord and he shall bring it to pass amen commit thy ways unto the Lord and trust also in him are you? you seeing what David is saying he's telling you the first thing you got to do is you got to commit your ways to the Lord the second thing you got to do is trust in the Lord and when you've committed and trusted then God will bring to pass oh my amen when they make a committal to God amen committed to him and believe him then it brings forth the results your committal to God your faith in God is what brings the results of God to pass a trumpet gives an uncertain sound amen can I preach this morning God made the promise and God is going to keep the promise. Amen. I am not backing off of that this morning. I trust what a prophet said. Let me let me just go on record and say God has not made one promise but what he's had the power and the ability to stand behind the promise. As a matter of fact, he's so sure of these promises that he sent a prophet unto you. Amen. To say that he would bankrupt heaven before he let one promise fail his believing children. Amen. Oh, come on, friends. Amen. I think it's time to challenge these promises. Brother Ben said what's happened is we ain't got nobody to stand up and challenge the promises of God. Amen. Before the people. But Brother Marco, I think it's high time. Amen. To take these promises of this message and challenge it before the people. Is God still a savior? Is God still a healer? Is God still a deliverer? Is God still a miracle worker? These are not man's promises. These are God's promises that have been delivered to us through the lips of a seventh angel. And I trust them. God is going to keep the promise now listen they say how can this thing happen oh God there's the next question how can it happen amen how can it happen how can he get a bunch of people together with rapture and grace to go up are you ready for this I don't know how but he will do it well glory hallelujah I don't know how but he will do it it's not my business to ask how he's going to do it it's my business just to be ready for it if God said he is going to heal you. It's not my business to tell you when. It's not my business to tell you how. It's not my business to tell you what time of the day it'll be. But it is my business. Amen to tell you God said he would do it. So you stand upon God's infallible word. I don't care if it's five years or five minutes or ten years. The word of the Lord is the truth of God and the promises of God are not yay and nay and in and out and up and down. The promises of God are sure. Come on church. We have received a more sure word of prophecy which is able to save our souls I don't know how he's going to do it but I just know he said he would do it I don't know how he's going to call saints out of the ground that's been laying there for over thousands of years and they're going to get up with every body part I don't know how he's going to do it but I know he's going to brother Tom I don't know how some morning between 6 and 9 you're going to look in the mirror and that white hair is going to turn back back again I don't know how it's going to happen but I heard a prophet say And because I heard the rapture instructions from the seventh angel, I'm just resting in his ability to perform what he said he would do. somebody shout there is nothing there is nothing my God can't do there is nothing my God can't do if God said he would heal you he will heal you if God said he will save you he will save you Amen. quit giving the devil reason and room quit giving the devil power back that devil up in the corner and say God said it I believe it that settles it that's the absolute he promised it he's going to do it now now do you realize in your battle where the hardest thing to do the hardest thing to do is commit it to God and walk away from it the hardest thing to do is put it in God's hands and be able to come to a place of trust and a place of rest but you want to know what your most greatest weapon is the prophet said as long as you're trying to do it if someone talks about you and you talk back about them then God can't fight your battle you're fighting it yourself so just let loose and let him do it oh glory. Brother Tom, I can't fight these battles, but I know one who has never stepped in the ring and come out defeated. He stepped in a fiery furnace and he was the fourth man. He walked in a lion's den and caused hungry lions, amen, locked all and they couldn't even eat Daniel. Oh, come on, friends. And that same God has stepped in the arena. There is a fourth man in the arena today. We're not fighting this battle. It's just not a battle of flesh and blood. It's not a battle of principle. It's a battle. It's a spiritual battle. Come on, church. Amen. If you want some victory, let go and let God. If you want some peace, let go and let God. As long as you're fighting it, God can't fight. As long as you've got your hands on it, God can't put his hands on it. But the very minute you come to a place of commitment, the very minute you come to a place of trust, amen, God can put his hands. Let me just go ahead and say it. God can do more in five minutes than we can do in five hours. God can do more in five seconds than we can do in five services. Amen. All we got to do is commit it to him and let him have his way. I feel a letting go and letting God have his way anointing. I feel an anointing in here right now. Now, there's some people that's, la- that's saying right now, I'm not carrying this back home. I'm not carrying it back to my family. I'm not carrying it back to my church. I can't work it out. I can't figure it out. I've tried. I've tried. I've cried. I've prayed. i begged. I've pled. But today, in the house of God, I hear the word of the Lord saying commit it unto me and trust in me and I will give you the desires of your heart. You need a baby? God will give you a baby. You need a miracle? God will give you a miracle. You need cancer to leave your body? God will cause cancer to leave your body you need strength to come in your bones God will cause strength amen to come in your bones there is nothing too big but what my God is able to do just trust in him church just put your faith in him he'll move the mountain he'll tear the walls down he's God he's done it before he's just looking for somebody to believe he can do it again we believe you Lord we believe what your prophet said we trust in the supernatural I don't know how i don't know when i don't know what time but i do know it'll happen i don't know when i don't know how i don't know what time but i do know it will happen stand still bride and see the salvation of the lord cloverdale stand still god is on your side stand still god will fight this battle It may be too big for you, and it may be too big for a preacher, but this battle ain't too big for God. He'll fight your battles. He'll bring your enemies your footstool. The greatest weapon I know of that a Christian has today is a committal to God. The greatest weapon you got, young man, is to commit what you're going through to God. When you can't do nothing about it, just commit it to Him, and God will take care of it. When you can't do no more, Tommy, just commit it to Him. He'll take care of it. Yes, sir. You know what that's called? That's called the blessedness of believing. Oh, God. That's called the blessedness of believing. Amen. The blessing is. Are you ready for this? The blessing is not trying. Prophet of God's words. The blessing is not trying to figure it out. The blessing is just resting on God's word and say it's true and go on. Oh, God. Come am on now. Amen. That's a very simple point, but a very powerful point. The blessing is not trying to figure it out. The blessing is coming to a place where you can say, God, it's in your hands. I've done all I can do. I've prayed. I've counseled. I've talked. I've sought. But today, this day, I placed this battle in your hands. He said, see, and go on. That's real living. Come am on, friends. I don't know about you, but I'll just say it like this. I believe there's some young people here this weekend who's just started living. Come on. You say, well, I'm 18 years old or 20 years old. But you come to a place where you come to an assurance that God, through a scriptural plan, amen, could take your life in his hands. And you've come to a place of rest. That's why David said, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in a man. Amen. Solomon would say, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Amen. Isaiah would say, trust ye in the Lord forever. Amen. For the Lord, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Are y'all hearing me? Where you're putting your trust is where your strength is coming from. If you're putting your trust in a man, then your strength is coming from a man and your strength is failing this morning because the prophet said everything man has done and will do and has done has failed. He said, but there's nothing God has done that has ever failed because he is an eternal God. I'm urging you this morning. I'm pleading with you this morning. Put your life in the hands of the man who controls the universe. Put your family in the hands of the man who can turn the situation around. Well, Brother Andrew, there's there's no one I can trust. Yes, there is. His name is Jesus Christ. There is no big people among us. There is no great ones among us. We are all the same. We are the children of God. There is only one great one among us, and that is Christ. Are you ready for this? And we must recognize him. We must recognize him. We've got to have faith in Christ. He is the one among us that we must have faith in. And then in what he is doing and has given to us. So we got to have faith in Christ. we got to have faith in what he's doing, right? And we got to have faith in what he has given us. Now, I find it very amazing that in 1956, Brother Branham preaches a sermon in the form of a question, and he calls it, Why are people so tossed about? It's a powerful tape. He said, Why are people so tossed about? Amen. Do you realize in that sermon, he'll tell you that about midnight one night, the Lord gave him a sermon, and he said, I wanted to preach so bad, he said, I woke my wife up, and I started preaching to her. It's amazing what the sermon to me was on. It was on rest, and he woke his wife up out of her rest to preach on rest. He said, But she was gracious, and she listened to me till she fell back asleep. He said, but here is what the Lord was giving me. Amen. The Christian faith is based solidly upon rest. A Christian, are you ready for this? A Christian is not tossed about. A Christian doesn't run from place to place. A Christian doesn't fuss. And a Christian doesn't fume. And a Christian doesn't worry about things. A Christian rest. It's all over. It's finished for the believer at Calvary. Oh, glory. A Christian don't fuss. A Christian don't fight. A Christian don't fume. A Christian don't fight their battles on Facebook. A Christian don't fight their battles on, on some social media platform. Amen. A Christian stands there. Amen. I'll tell you this. The whole world could be against you. But if you know where you're standing, then you know God is on your side. And what difference does it make, David, if a whole host is encamped around you? If there's a thousand on this side and a thousand on that side. Amen. They will not come nigh me. And may I announce to Cloverdale this morning... The same angels of God that encamped around Israel is encamping around this church and is encamping around this ministry. I say this morning, devil, you better back off. We're not a bunch of wishy-washy, amen, campground Christians. We are the sons and daughters of God who have been stabilized by the power of the Holy Ghost. We're not up one day and down the next. We're not on fire in August and February. We're on fire when the world is against us. We're on fire when we don't have a reason to praise God. We are Christians. Christians and a Christian rest in the solid finished work at Calvary a Christian is at rest knowing are you ready for this? A Christian is at rest knowing that God is able to perform that which he has spoken knowing no matter what the thing is or how it looks there's neither, are you ready for this? there's neither sickness, there's neither sorrow, there's neither death nor starvation there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God we are at rest just let the old ship toss ever which way it wants to but we are at rest. You say, then brother, but Andrew, how can you say we're at rest? Because Paul tells me that we have an anchor of the soul. Come on, friends. Your flesh, come on now. Let me preach to you. Your flesh will shout when it gets in the right atmosphere. Your spirit will feel good when it gets in the right atmosphere. But let me ask you this. Will you still have the shout in the morning that you had here last night? Will you still have the victory? Amen. Hey, next week that you have here this weekend. I'll tell you what. If it went to your soul, you'll still have it. If it went to your soul, you'll still be praising God. If it went to your soul, you'll still be. Come on now. If this, if this blessing you received amen went to your soul, you won't sleep on Wednesday night no more. You'll be on your feet saying man of God preach the word. Preach me the truth. Preach me the power. Preach me the message. Amen. I'm, I'm not talking about a camp experience. I'm talking about an experience that lasts. I'm talking about an experience that'll hold you and nothing else will. I'm talking about an anchor that holds within the veil. Oh my. You say, preacher, well, it holds within the veil. Then I can't see everything. Well, Paul said, we walk by faith and not by sight. Do you realize the prophet said, what is a veil? It's something that shuts off, amen, here from there. So if they were to drop these curtains, we could say that's a veil. And what these curtains will do is they will drop drop down, and they will cut off this platform from you people. Then you will be over there, we'll be over here, but you won't be able to see what's going on over here. But if you got something connected to you there, That connects over here, the veil can come down, but it doesn't matter. Oh God. What can I preach? Amen. If Michael's got a cord and he throws you a cord and he says, hold on to this cord. There's a wind coming through the building and it's going to blow you away. But Michael's up here anchored to, well, Michael's up here anchored to the ground. They drop the veil. Amen. The wind can start blowing. You know what? You're not nervous. Amen. Because there's something holding you on the other side. He said, and the anchor is on the inside of the veil. He said, you don't see how it's going to be, but you know it's there and something's got to hold up there. You know where you're standing down here and something is holding over there. I'll tell you why we're not wishy-washy is because before the foundation of the world, God placed a seed inside of our soul which was connected to the anchor. I feel like the little boy this morning who was out there flying a kite and an old critic come by and said, how's your kite flying going? He said, going real good. He said, well, you can't see it because it's on the other side of the clouds. How do you know it's still there? He said, every now and again, I feel a tug. Every now and again. I feel a pull. I don't know about you this morning. Amen. But when I get weary and I don't feel like I can face another day, all of a sudden I begin to feel a tug from another dimension. Do you feel that tug? Do you feel that tug this morning? It's not coming from the visible realm. We are not Christians who look at what we see and are controlled by what we see. But we have had a prophet come in this generation to announce to us we're not looking at the visible. We're looking at the unseen. And when a man catches the vision of what's going on on the other side it will literally cause that man to believe I'm going to make it I've already made it There's, oh God. let me just go ahead and announce to you you're not holding yourself he's holding you Your sickness ain't got you, but God does. Come on, church. Your condition don't got you, but God does. We have an anchor which holds within the veil. It isn't what we are. It's what he is. It's not what we've done. Come on now. It's not what you've done that's holding you. It's what he did for you. That's holding you. The prophet said, have you ever noticed how Christians, they're up one day and down the next. Yep, they're very religious. He said they have a deep desire. They daily search. They hunt, seek for God, but never come to any settlement or any kind of anchor in Christ. You know why that is? It's because there's two phases of Christianity. There is one the prophet called an intellectual or mental conception. Then there's another phase he called, I love this terminology, an experimental experience. Hello, somebody. An experimental experience. You say, what is that? Well, John 5, 24 says, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation. Somebody shout, but it's past shout it like you're awake but it's past but it's past from death unto life see the prophet said what do you have to do you have to believe you have to hear because faith cometh by hearing then what are you doing here this morning you are believing you are applying and resting amen can I I leave these three principles of faith with you you are believing you are applying and you are resting you are it see the word says so and you hear it your heart says so and you believe it he said then your whole be and rest in it my God, the word says so, and you believe it. Your heart says so, and you believe it. Amen. And your whole being rests in it. It is finished. Oh, my. He that heareth my word believeth on me, that has sent me hath everlasting life. Remember I said never ending, always existing life. Isn't that marvelous? Hath already passed from death and life. Are you ready for this? And hath passed from separation on everlasting presence. Glory to God. You have passed this morning from separation to everlasting presence. The prophet said when you was an alien from God, you ceased to be an alien. Amen. And now you are a child from death unto life, from darkness unto day, from mortal to immortal, from corruption to incorruption, from weary unto joy, from death unto life. Are you ready for this? And are resting fully upon thus saith the Lord. The word says so and you heard it your heart says so and you believed it then your whole being rest in it then this morning church we are not resting in what Andrew Glover said we're not resting in what some preacher said we are resting not upon feelings upon mental conceptions upon theory upon some unknown something that somebody has said to you that has no basis upon someone say well you come and join our church and it'll be finished amen but upon the word of God is where the human soul rests then Jesus himself spoke of this rest when he said come unto me all ye that are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest you know what that word rest means it means to cause one to permit one to cease from any movement or labor in order to recover are you ready for this and collect his strength The rest causes one to cease from any labor, to cease from any movement, amen, and cause one in order to recover and collect his strength. It is of a calm and a patient expectation. Then here tonight, friends, the prophet said to meet the enemy because he's getting stronger and more powerful every day as the enemy comes in like a flood. Now, how many believes that'll happen? The Spirit of God raises up a standard against Him. If we have come to the end of these things and the mysteries of God has been completed with us, then we are looking for more strength. What kind of strength are we looking for? Brother Billy, we're looking for a rapturing strength. Amen. The prophet said to meet a worse force that will rapture the church and take it into glory. Then that's why the devil hates you this morning. It's because you're not under a, a, a martyr anointing. You're not under an anointing to go through the tribulation. You are under a rapture anointing. Can I tell you this morning, young man, why the devil's fighting you so hard? It's because you are living in a time where at any minute you could be gone. At any minute, you could be gone, brother Silas. At any minute, the devil could see you, and the next minute, you disappear. That's why the devil's fighting you and laying traps. It's because he's trying to get you. He, oh God. Brother Ben said it this way: Going beyond the camp, he said, "What's going to happen some morning?" He said, "We're going to get together with the rest of the group." He said, "And all of a sudden, up all across the earth, we'll come up missing people. We don't know where they went." I tell you right now, Amen. The devil this morning hates you because the very day he could lay a trap that is going to take you out. Is the very day your sales could be rearranged. The very day that Satan is going to try to lay a trap to take this church out or take your ministry out or take your family out is the very day. Well, I might as well go ahead and say it. God will cancel the devil's plans. The devil's made plans over your life. He's made plans over your family. He's made plans. Well, I might as well go ahead and say it. The devil made plans over Cloverdale. He made plans over your church. But may I announce to Satan this morning, you lost. Your plans have been canceled by the power of Jesus Christ. That's a shouting point right there. That's a shouting point right there. The devil had a date on his calendar that he was going to destroy you. he was going to destroy your mind. he was going to destroy your family. But the Bible says, he that hath begun a good work is able to perform it till the day of Jesus Christ. Satan, you lost again. Satan, you' lost again. you had plans for my life. You said I was going to be a drunk. you said I was going to be a depressed. You said I was going to die by suicide, but I'm standing here today to announce to you that the Holy Ghost canceled your plans. Come on, church. Come on, church. I can't make no plans. You know why? Brother Tom, I said like this. Every plan I make, I have to say is subject to change. Come on now. Amen. You can make vacation plans. Brother Sammy, you can make all kinds of plans. But let me tell you, every one of your plans are subject to change. You know why they're subject to change? It's because your body is under subjection to a change. Come on now, I'm preaching to you. Amen. What good does it do to go to Disney World if God's going to change your body on the morning you're leaving? What good does it do to go skiing if God is going to change your body on the morning you're leaving? Well, I don't know about you. Amen. But I heard a prophet say, there is nothing standing between the church and the rapture except scripture that has been fulfilled. But when the final scripture has been fulfilled and the final seed comes in, extra, extra, read all about it. We're leaving here. Oh, God. a man didn't call this exodus a church didn't call this exodus but God himself has called an exodus come on church put your walking shoes on get your staff in your hand eat the lamb we're leaving here brother Michael we're leaving here we're not staying here we're leaving here some morning that word is going to become more than a quote it's going to become a reality and we're going to leave here Well somebody bless his name? Well somebody praise his name? The devil made plans, but God canceled the devil's plans. The devil said you weren't going to be a preacher, and here you are preaching. Come on now. The devil's made plans for every one of our lives. Are you hearing me? But God is still in the canceling devil's plans business. We're at rest in that word. It's a rapture and strength. What, what is this rest? It's a physical rest to Israel. It's a spiritual rest to the bride. And God promised that he would give us this rest. See, what is this rest? Where is it? Is it joining church? Is it being baptized a certain way? Is it becoming a member of the greatest church in the city? Wearing better clothes? Is it education? Is it money so we can quit work and just lay down the rest of the life? And as we call it, that's not it. This rest is a Sabbath. Now, the Bible says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. What John was saying here is the whole of the Christian life is to be in the Spirit. Then your rest does not come from the physical things. Your rest comes from the spiritual things. It was John that was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Remember he said, fine folks call the Lord's day, amen, the Sabbath, which they mean is Saturday. He said others call it Sunday, which is the first day of the week. He said but how could either of these days be right when John was seeing things that was happening, amen, in the years to come. In the meantime, let's just settle our minds and let us find out exactly what the Sabbath is today. So not what the Sabbath was or what the Sabbath will be but let us find out what the Sabbath is today. The Sabbath as we know it in the New Testament is not the keeping of a certain day. Here is the truth of the Sabbath. Sabbath means rest. Sabbath means rest. Then when Paul wrote the book of Hebrews, in the third and fourth chapter, when you get time, you can read it, you will find Paul telling you, amen, that God allotted a rest to Israel. But they did not come into that rest because of sin and unbelief that kept them out. The prophet said unbelief is sin. He said, now, how do? Now how, how did they do it? How did they not go into the rest? Remember him said like this. He said, not by living immorally. Amen. So Israel wasn't out robbing treasuries and, and, and carousing and selling those open and, and chasing women. Are you with me? They were not doing it by living immorally. Amen. The prophet said the sin is when God shows himself. How many will agree that this weekend God has showed himself in the midst of this camp? Amen. When God shows himself and you disbelieve it and you won't listen to it. That is the sin or the unbelief that will hinder you from coming in the promises of God. Then Paul says in Hebrews one, can, can you stay with me for a minute while I go through some scripture? Hebrews 4.1. Let us therefore fear lest the promise be left us of entering into his rest. As any of you should seem to come short of it. Do you realize the only reason we have to fear is if there is no rest? If there is no promise, then we have a reason to fear. But because there is a promise, then the church this morning has no right to fear. But we do have a right to believe. See, the prophet of God said what happened was God came down to make the promise a reality to Israel. They seen God but they disbelieved God by not listening to what God was saying through a prophet messenger named Moses. In Hebrews four two, it says the word preached to them did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So no matter how much the word is preached how well how you like the way it's preached unless there's personal faith in your heart to mix with the word it'll profit you nothing. Amen. I find it amazing that there wasn't faith in them that heard the word for he spoke of a certain day of a certain place of the seventh day of the week. Notice this in Uh, Hebrews chapter 4. Remember said seven is the number of completion. He said three is the number of life. Seven number of completion, three a complete. Three gives life. He said, and then again, he limited a day. Amen. A third day, a third time. So now here we're coming into a third time, a third event, a, a, a third promise, right? Hebrews 4, 8. For if Jesus had given them the rest for any day or rest, then we would not afterward have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest. Oh, come on, friends. Amen. God had a rest and Israel had a rest. But here comes a, a prophet messenger named Paul who is telling the church, but there's another rest remaining. Therefore, there's another rest. Amen. To the people of God. Amen. For he that entered into his rest hath also ceased from his own works as God did from his. See, now watch this. The key phrase there is as God ceased from his own works. The prophet of God said God gave Israel the seventh day for their Sabbath in commemoration of his own work. Wherein he created the world and all that was therein and then stopped creating. So God created and God rested. Amen. God gave Israel a time of rest. In commemoration for what he'd done. He said, Now, watch, he ceased from his labors and he rested. Now that was to give a Sabbath rest to a people who were all at one place at one time, so they could all keep a certain day. Today, half now, notice this today, half of the world is in light, and half of the world, amen, is in darkness. It wouldn't work at all. But that's just an argument from the natural. Amen. So, what does the Bible say about this Sabbath rest? For he that is entered into his rest. Do you realize right now while you're in service somewhere it's dark? Right now, while we've got daylight, somebody's got dark. Amen. In a a, a few hours, we'll have darkness and they'll have daylight. So it cannot be, amen, a certain place or or, or, or a certain day. Amen, it's got to be a certain anointing. It's got to be a certain time. Watch this. This entering in is not only entering, but it is remaining in the rest. So this third rest is not a temporary rest. Oh, God. This third rest is not a partial rest. This third rest is a complete. It is a perfect. It is a Eternal rest. Thus, we see why God could not give us a certain day of the week or Sabbath when we've entered into. We do remain in our rest. Come on, young people. I want. I want. I want to admonish you this morning in the name of the Lord. Don't just enter into the spirit in these meetings and go back to the worldly pleasures, trying to satisfy the cry for rest. Amen. Listen, church. We've entered into and do remain our rest, which Israel cannot do, having only a shadow. So we receive the rest, or the, or the, or the. Continuing Sabbath at the invitation of Jesus. Watch Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. He says, Come unto me, all ye that are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. See, ye shall find rest to your soul. You shall find a keeping of the Sabbath. You shall not find the day, but an eternal life of Sabbath. Then let me say this no matter how long you have been laboring under your load of sin, whether it's 10 years or 30 years or 50 years or longer, come with your tired, weary life, and you will find rest. Jesus will give you rest. Then what is this rest, Brother Murphy? Amen. I'll tell you like this. Isaiah prophesied of it. You realize that Isaiah prophesied Brother the silence of this rest. He said that line shall be upon line and precept upon precept, and this is the rest, the Sabbath. Where is we're with? We're I get it out in a minute. Where is we're, we're with? You may cause the weary to rest. Amen. And this is the refreshing that they would not hear. This is the refreshing that they would not hear. So what is the word? Amen. The word is spoken, and you say so. Your heart hears it, and you say so. Then. You your whole body rest in it. Amen. God sent it down to Moses. And Moses spoke it. But they would not receive it. And because they would not receive it, they did not enter into the rest. But here, on the other hand, is a third change dispensation. When it's not a rest of God, it's not a rest of Israel, but it's a rest of the church. And the prophet of God said 700 years later. Can you imagine that? 700 years later. Amen. Here stands... Peter, on the day of Pentecost, and the fulfillment of the promise of rest comes. Amen. Now, this is when they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Are you ready for this? Somebody shout, they ceased they ceased from their worldly works. They ceased from their worldly doings, their evil ways. For the Holy Ghost took charge of their lives. Oh friends, don't you see what's happened here this weekend? Amen. You have ceased from your worldly works. You have ceased from your worldly doings. You have ceased from your your evil ways. And the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. Oh God, I feel like shouting. The Holy Ghost has taken charge of your life. You don't think the same. You don't talk the same. You don't see the same. You don't walk the same they entered into the rest there is your rest that is your sabbath it's not a day it's not a year it's eternity of being filled and blessing the holy spirit are you ready for this it is you ceasing and god doing slap somebody on the knee next to you and say it's you ceasing and god doing It's you ceasing, young man, and God doing. Brother, it's not you doing, it's God doing. Well, I feel like stopping and singing a song. It's the Holy Ghost in fire, and it's keeping me alive. It's Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Brother Silas, I'm not nervous this morning. I know what that devil's already done. He's done come to some of y'all last night that broke out and come to you and said, I'm going to take what you got. I'm going to take your joy. I'm going to take your liberty. I'm going to take the word out of your heart. But let me tell you something. If he don't come, Brother Billy, and tell you he's going to take it, he'll come and tell you you didn't get nothing. He'll come and say you didn't get nothing but a feeling. You didn't get nothing but emotion. But if I am a poor beggar and all I've got is a quarter, then why am I going to rob somebody that's only got a penny? I'm going to go find somebody that's got more than I've got. And I'll tell you why the devil's trying to rob you this morning. It's because you got more than he'll ever have. You've got joy unspeakable and full of glory. You've got an atonement. You've got a throne of mercy. You've got an open book. You've got a future home. You've got streets of gold. You've got walls of Jasper. You've got a marriage supper of the land. To partake of, you've got a brand new body. Oh, glory to God! I'm not a poor, weak, downbeat Christian. I am a rich, Holy Ghost filled son of God. I ain't no temporary rest. This ain't no partial rest. Let me just go ahead and tell you, devil, you will never take this rest. You will never take this rest. You will never take this revival. You will never shut this ministry up. It is the unquenchable fire of the Holy Ghost that is breathed across this generation. Well, glory to God. Somebody might as well praise him. You might as well back that devil up in the corner and say, devil, I did get something. I got everything that God said I could have. This is the rest. This is the rest. It's not an emotion. It's not a sensation. It is a stability. It is an anchor. Well, this Holy Ghost that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This message I have, the world didn't give it. And the world can't take it away. It's the rest, it's the believer's rest. We're with the weary shall cease. We're with the trouble. You say, preacher, you don't look like you're resting. Oh, I am. I'm collecting strength. I'm getting stronger every day. Then in the south we sing a little song called I'm Stronger Now Than I've Ever Been. I'm stronger now than I've ever been. I was singing that one night in the meeting and a guy come up to me. He said, why are you singing that song? I said, because it's the truth. He said, why do you mean it's the truth? He said, how can you say you're stronger now than you've ever been? I said, well, because everything I've been through didn't get in me. That's a shouting point right there. Everything you've been through didn't get in you. Come on, church. You've been through church trouble, but church trouble didn't get in you. You've been through division, but division didn't get in you. You've been through sickness, but you didn't let sickness. Come on. I'm not talking about your flesh. I'm not talking about your spirit. I'm talking about that soul that has been sealed until the day of redemption. This is the Holy Ghost. This is the rest. What is the Holy Ghost, Brother Branham? The Holy Ghost is a sign. The Holy Ghost is a comforter. The Holy Ghost is a rest. The Holy Ghost is a seal. Well, tell that devil, I'm not sealed till Wednesday night. I'm not sealed till Sunday morning. I'm not sealed till next youth camp. I'm sealed until the day of redemption. I have not received a feeling. I have not just received a partial baptism. The person of Jesus Christ himself. Well, go ahead and praise him. You might as well. You're at rest. You're at rest. Let come what may. Sister Joanne, we're at rest. Let trouble come. Let sickness come. Let disappointments come. There is nothing the devil can throw at us that will cause us to lay down and quit. We are the unstoppable bride. Hallelujah. There's a fight in us. Come on. You say, Brother Andrew, there ain't much fight in me. Amen. Brother Bram going in the Coliseum one time, he looked up on the wall and there was a sign there that said, It's not the size of the dog that's in the fight. It's the size of the fight that's in the dog. Come on, church. You look at a chihuahua and look at a German shepherd and it looks like the German shepherd's going to win easily. Amen. But if that chihuahua's got the fight of it, of a pit bull inside of it, that chihuahua will beat that German shepherd up one side and down the next. And to the devil, Brother Murphy, We may look like a bunch of weak down chihuahuas, but we are mighty sons and daughters of God with the same anointing that flowed through David. Come on, church. You're in the ring with the devil. Knock him out. Knock him out. You're in the ring. It's not the size of you. It's not the size of a church. It's the size of the fight. There's a fight in the house of God. There's a fight in the church of the living God. We have not come here, amen, to lay down and just take our beatings. We've come here to beat back. Come on, church, we come to press back. Come on, young people, it's time to press back. That devil been pressing against you, it's time to press back. Somebody shout, press back. Press back. Press back. Press back against depression. Press back against church trouble. Come on, don't lend your voice to the ears of the enemy. Lend your voice to the ears of God's prophet. Come on. You want strength? What are you lending your ears to? Now, we might as well deal with it for a second because you're only what you eat. You are what you eat. What you eat is what you become. If all you eat is junk, well, I don't have to interpret that for you. Pretty plain. If all you eat is healthy food, then pretty plain. See, you become what you are eating. If all you're eating is negativity, then you become a negative Christian. But if you'll begin to change your diet... (sighs) glory to God. You begin to change that. I remember one time I was talking to a runner. He was eating a certain food. I can't remember what it was now. I said, why do you always eat that food before you go run? He said, because there's something in this food that while I'm running, he said, when my body gets down to the weakest point it can go, he said, there's a, there's a an ingredient or nutrient or something in this food. I wish I can remember what it was right now, but my mind's blank on it. He said, but there's an ingredient in this food. He said, when I get down to nothing and I don't feel like I can run, he said, there's something mentally when I see the finish line, he said, I begin to kick it in. He said, and when my body feels me kicking in, it releases a charge from that... It releases the charge from that ingredient. He said, then that's been stored up. Oh, God. I said, hold my, hold me for a minute while I shout. Amen. A prophet of God said, what am I doing? I am laying up vegetables. I am laying up food on these tapes. And I'll tell you what you've been doing. You've been eating that food. You've been eating them tapes. You've been reading them books. You've been hearing that word. You've been in the word. And you know what's happening right now, sis? You can see the finish line. And everybody's getting weak. And everybody's getting tired. And there's nothing to the message and there's nothing to the prophet. But all of a sudden, we feel some of that power from this food we've been eating kick into our bodies and we say, devil, get out of our way. We're going to cross the finish line. I didn't come to ask you this morning, are you going to start? I come to ask you, are you going to finish? Is there any finishers among us? Is there anybody going to cross the line? Anybody in the back going to cross the line? Anybody in the middle going to cross the line? Any young people going to cross the line? We're going to finish the race. Brother Tom, we're going to finish the race. We didn't start to go so far and quit. We're going to finish. It may get hard. It may get difficult. Brother Michael, you may feel like giving up, but keep on running. Brother Murphy, we're going to cross the finish line. I'm resting in the message's ability to get me back where I come from. God, I'm resting in this message's ability to change my body. I don't know how it's gonna happen. I don't know when it's gonna happen. But you know what I do know? I just know it's gonna happen. I'm trusting God. I'm committed to God. I'm resting in God. Come on, four Hebrew boys, or three Hebrew children. You're getting ready to go in the fiery furnace. Brother Bram said they're getting ready to go in the fiery furnace. He said, now watch. He said, what did they say? They said, our God is able to deliver us. There's a powerful tape in 1961. It's called The Comforter. Brother Graham takes John 14 and says, The Comforter, which will come to you. Do you realize Brother Bram preaches the message? The Comforter comes down to nearly the end of the tape and uses these, these words. I'm resting in his ability. Four words. I can count. I'm resting in his ability. Five words. Let's move on. Thank God for open book tests. That's how I got out of school. He uses those words, I'm resting in his ability. He said, see, I'm not resting in human ability. I'm resting in God's ability. Them three Hebrew boys, listen, they didn't know if God would deliver them. They didn't know if what time he would show up. Let me back up and say this. They didn't know what time he would show up. They didn't know what season. They didn't know if he would stop them from going in. They didn't know if they would get halfway in there and then all of a sudden he would say pull them out. They didn't know what would happen. But when they went in the fire, I'm closing. When they went in the fire, they went in with this assurance, our God is able to deliver us. Our God is able to deliver us. And three Hebrew boys walked down in a fiery furnace. They walked in it. Now, come on. You study your Bible. It's in the book of Daniel. The Bible says they heated the fire seven times hotter. When they went in the fire, they went in on the... Oh God, seven. Seven times hotter. Amen. Seven. Seven times hotter. Amen. Seven. seven. Where about her? old? Oh, that's right. On the seventh church age, there'll be more powers of hell. There'll be more devils. The devil will grow wickeder. The demons will be more wicked. They Amen. But the people that know their God will be strong and do great exploits. Come on, Hebrew children. You're in the fiery furnace of Laodicea. God didn't put you in Laodicea with a chance you're going to come out. If he puts you here, he knows you're coming out. So you might as well accept the fact you're coming out of Laodicea. You're not coming out defeated. You're coming out victorious. It don't matter how bad it looks. If God puts you here, God don't make a promise unless he's able to back the promise up. Glory to God. Them three Hebrew boys were not resting in a man's ability. They were resting in God's ability. Glory to God. They went in the fiery furnace and their hands were tied up and their feet were tied up. I need a little shout room here for a second. Their feet was tied up. And their hands was tied up. Their mind was... They were all tied up. And they threw them in the fiery furnace. And the king said, close the door. Amen. Close them up in Laodicea. There's no way they'll overcome pornography. There's no way they'll overcome that fear. There's no way they'll break out of their shell in the house of God. And praise God. There's no way they'll get beyond being an introvert. There's no way they'll get beyond the inferiority complexes. There's no way. They're all tied up. So the king threw them in the fire. And the man that threw him in the fire died. Are you hearing me? He died. Your enemy is dead. Your enemy is dead. Cloverdale, your enemy is dead. I announced to you this morning the enemy you see. Your enemy is dead. Threw him in the fire threw him in the fire that old king said well he ain't come back he ain't come back yet so we sent another runner up there to go see what had happened he got up the top of the steps he saw his he saw his his uh, his peter his friend laying there dead at the top of the steps he said oh no they must have broke free just wait a second they must have broke free. He ran back and said, Sir, I got some bad news to tell you. What's that news? That guy you sent up there to Bible Way Camp 2022 in the winter, that guy you sent up there to tie him up and to shackle him up and to bind him up and to, and to, and to put him under bondage, he's laying up there at the head of the steps dead. He's laying up there dead. He's laying there dead, and that king looked at him and said, "Oh no, what happened to three Hebrew boys you're not going to believe this but I got to look in the fire <laughs> I got to look in the fire and bro- and King we put him in like this, but on Saturday night we saw him go and we put them in like this. And on Sunday morning, we seen them go like that. We we put them in bound. What are you saying? I don't know. They're free. All I can say is they're free. Are they still in the furnace? Yeah, they're still in Laodicea. That's right, brother. Go ahead and wave a flag of victory. That's right. We're free. He said, oh, wait a second. He said, wait a second. You mean they're free? How did they get free? He said, I don't know how they got free. But let me just tell you something else I found. How many did you throw in that fire with them. Oh, God. How many? How many did you put in that fire with them? He said, sir, we sent three up there. He said, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. How many? He said, we sent three. He said, let me tell you something. I didn't see three. I saw four. <laughs> I didn't see three. I saw four. There has been four death messengers that eat the tree down. But there's been four life messengers that's restored the tree again. What are you saying? We've come through justification. we come through sanctification. we come to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But the prophet said after the baptism of the Holy Ghost comes the person of Jesus Christ himself. Come on, friends. You're not just in Laodicea with a dip in the Holy Ghost. The person of the Holy Ghost has stepped down in the church. May I announce to you this morning, you are free. Glory to God. Glory to God. You're free to go in a rapture. You're free to believe the message. You're free to trust what a prophet's saying. You're free to preach it. Brother Murphy, you're a free man. Brother Michael, how does it feel to be free? Brother Tom, how does it feel to be free? How does it feel to know what you're saying? The heavens have backed up and the earth backs up. Glory to God. I don't know about you. I think we ought to plaster it all over the walls. This message is not dead. It's alive and well. Your websites didn't kill it. Your YouTube videos didn't kill it. It's the undispicable. It's the undisputable. It's the undefeatable message. Well, glory, glory, glory. You say, preacher, why are you waving that flag? Well, I might as well go ahead and tell you, okay? I heard a prophet say the other day, He said, I am sitting here right now. He said, I'm watching. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. He said, I'm watching the the devils of hell. He said, right now they're flying through this building. And they're flying their black flags of defeat. He said, but at the same time, I see somebody get healed. And I see somebody get saved. And I see somebody get delivered. He said, I see the angels. I see the angels. I see them waving a white flag of victory. Oh, glory to God. Come on, church. And it struck my heart, Billy. You know what struck my heart? is if the angels have got a right to wave a white flag of victory about a victory they're not even receiving, then what about the redeemed sons and daughters of God? We're not on the outside looking in. We are the victory. We are the reason they're waving them flags. We are the restful church of the living God. Oh, I don't know about you right now, but i tell that devil, get out of here. I'm not going back the way I come. I'm not going back in stable. I'm resting upon God's promise. Let the devil in hell see. He said you would never raise your hands. But here you are this morning raising your hands. He said you'd never shout. But here you are this morning shouting in the presence of God. Come on, church. I don't know if you see it or not, but the fourth man has stepped in the building. The fourth man is here. He's here to loose you. He's here to free you. He's here to take the shackles off. The fire don't have enough to burn you. The fire can't shut you up. There is something about this bride. You can put her in the fire, but she'll come running out and she won't even smell like smoke she won't even look like the fire come on church we're not leaving this camp smelling like smoke we're leaving here smelling like victory hallelujah 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 Hallelujah! there's no God like our God There's no God like our God. This is our rest. This is the rest. This is the rest. This is it. This is where the weary shall cease from troubling. This is where the confidence of God. Where'd your tie go? Well, you might as well. You might as well get free this morning. You might as well enjoy it. This is the rest. You say, go ahead, sis. You might as well dance the aisles. Anybody got a right to dance, the bride does. You say, preacher, if we're shouting, we're not resting. Oh, yes, we are resting. Oh, yes, we are collecting strength. We're going to leave here. Our bodies are going to be changed. Our homes are going to be saved. Our families are going to be there. There is nothing the devil can throw at this bride to quench the anointing now. It's too late. Brother Tom, I've stepped in the rest. I've stepped in the rest. Come on, church. Step in the rest. You might as well step in the rest. You're collecting strength. you got to have strength. we got to change these bodies. we got to take this corruption to meet the incorruption. corruption. I don't know how he's going to do it, young man. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I know one thing. He said he would do it. He said he would do it. He said he would do it. Don't you ever forget that God sent you a prophet to remind you. Everything God said he would do, he has done. He is doing. He will continue to do. Well, I might as well go ahead and black the devil's eye one more time, hadn't I? I heard a prophet say the other day in future home. He said, Peter received the keys to the kingdom. He said, and what Peter bound at Pentecost, he said, is bound forever. What Peter bound at Pentecost is bound forever. Listen, you say, what did he bind? I'll tell you what he bound. He bound man's interpretation. He bound another way into the kingdom of God. He bound every false baptismal name and opened up to the church a channel that they could step in the authority of Jesus Christ's name. (laughs) Remember, here is my message to you. Come out of that dead church under them dead names and step with the name of God. You are in God's provided place of worship we're in God's provided place of worship what, what, what are you trying to say preacher here's what I'm trying to say from Wednesday night in the back room brother Michael said these words to me he said, I hope it's okay to share he said brother Andrew I've used that word lately he said you used it in your open text wait Wait, wait on God. Have that, has that not been a theme of this church for the past few months? Can I get a witness? You've heard that, Brother John? You heard that? Wait on God. Wait on God. I was in my room praying this morning. I said, Lord, what is the what is the power? What is the what is the what is the vision you're trying to break to the church of this word? Wait, and it just dropped in my spirit. If it's okay, I want to share it with you. Amen. This is just just, just want to share it with you. Okay? It came to me while you're waiting worship. While you're waiting worship while you're waiting worship while you are waiting worship you say brother andrew i don't feel like worshiping it's time to worship come on friends you say brother andrew oh god Hallelujah. It's time for Cloverdale to worship. It's time for the young people to worship. It's time for the elders to worship. It's time for the preachers to worship. Hey, David said, Let everything that hath breath, praise you the Lord. Brother Tommy, I may be waiting, but I'm not waiting in vain. I'm worshiping. I'm gonna worship him. I'm gonna love him. I'm gonna tell him there's no God like him. I'm gonna tell him there's no savior. I'm gonna tell him there's no power above him and there's no power below him. I'm gonna tell him there's nothing the devil's tried against me and his worked because you was on my side. God, I'm not waiting in vain. I'm going to worship. And while I'm worshiping, all of a sudden something will change. (sighs) Glory to God. Come on, church. While you're worshiping, things are changing. Right now, while you're worshiping, things are changing. Things that's been out of your control. Situations you tried to fix that you couldn't fix and you couldn't change. But while you're worshiping, God is on the scene changing. while you're worshiping while you're worshiping God is changing I'll worship you Lord while I wait I'll worship you while I wait I'll do like Job did. Job sat on an ash heap for years, for a long time. And all of a sudden, God broke through to Job and said, Though the skin worms destroy your body, yet in your flesh shall you see God. Heard Brother Brim say this morning, Brother Tom. He said what happened was Job received Elohim's promise. Oh, God. And Job began to rest in Elohim, Elohim's promise. Well, come on, friends. I heard a prophet say Elohim has returned to the church in the last days. You are resting not upon the bosom of a man. You're resting upon Elohim. You're resting upon El Shaddai. Where is the resource to draw strength from? Where is the resource? The Word is the resource to draw the strength of God into your life. Well, somebody give him a praise offering. will somebody bless his name. I'm not a crazy man. Things are changing. Sis, right now, while you're worshiping, things are changing. You may not feel it, but it's happening. You may not see it, but it's happening. If you'll just worship, it'll change. If you'll just praise, it'll change. A little bit of worship will go a long way. A little bit of praise will do a whole lot of damage. Brother Andrew, it ain't time to worship. I heard a prophet say when that word come open, it is now King, Lamb, worship time. It's time to not worship a man. It's time to worship the Son of Man. Now I can slay a devil here right now. I can slay a devil here right now. I feel like doing it too. It's a devil that comes in and says we don't need this kind of stuff in our churches. We don't need this hollering and we don't need this screaming. Well, let me tell you the problem with that is I heard Brother Branham before I heard you and I heard Brother Branham say the only thing that the word will produce is a bunch of screaming, hollering, blabbering, tongue talking, Acts 2.38, Holy Ghost-filled, blabbering youngins. Come on, church. We're not an intellectual church. Cloverdale, it's not an intellectual gathering. It's a Holy Ghost birthing center. It's a place where the birth of God takes place in the Lives of humanity, this message is found flesh. Glory to God! This message is found flesh. Oh, that just come in the building. This message is found flesh. Come on, church. Brother Branham Moses had his time to speak and he spoke. William Branham had his time to speak and he spoke. This message is looking for a voice this morning. I give my voice to the message of the hour. I give my voice to the message of the hour. Speak through me, Lord. Create through my Lord. It's a sacred season. It's a sacred season. It's a sacred moment. It's a sacred time. It's a sacred place right now. And therefore, I have to give the devil a warning. Satan, you're on dangerous grounds. Satan, you're on dangerous grounds right now. I know this is the last service, but I got to cut one more devil, one more devil. Satan, if, there, if you are lingering around here, if you are lingering around Cloverdale Bible Way, if you are lingering around this church, you are on dangerous grounds. I warn you, by the word of the Lord, you're on dangerous grounds. I warn you, in the name of Jesus Christ, you better get out while they're getting out's good. You say, preacher, what are you talking about? What do you mean? I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what a prophet said in the greatest battle ever fought. He said there was going in to pursue the Sioux Indian. He said, and they were warned. Remember custard? He said, custard was warned. Don't you go in among the Sioux. He said, why not? He said, because it's a sacred time of them. It's a time of feast. He said, it's a sacred time of worship. Go look it up. He said, they're in a season of worship. He said, it wouldn't be good for you to go in there. Are you hearing me? Oh God. Brother Silas, are Are you hearing that word? It wouldn't be good for the devil to come in here right now. They said, Custard, whatever you do, don't go among the Sioux. Because they are in a season of worship. He said, oh, I can do it. I can do it anyhow. And the of God said, Custard went in on the Sioux. And he said, because the feast they was in of worship. He said, it become known as Custard's last stand. You know what happened? They was in a season of worship. And that worship had put them in a mindset of war for the battle of truth. Well, glory to God. This message has put the bride in a season of worship we're not worshiping under a closed book we're worshiping under the open book and that worship has produced a warlike energy in the church of the living God we are not backing up devil let me just say this winter camp 2022 is hell's last stand it's the devil's last stand it's Lucifer's last stand it's Satan's last stand We feel the charge of the Holy Ghost rolling through the building. It's his last stand. It's his last chance. He don't have another one. It's over. It's finished. This is the rest. I'm going in the rapture. My body's going to be changed since we're not just going to fight him here we're going to fight him out there when we get back home we're going to fight him in our bedrooms we're going to get down by our beds and pray we're going to fight him in prayer we're going to fight him in worship we're going to fight him every which way because we are the Holy Ghost filled restful sons and daughters of God who have been put in this battle to fight Satan Satan, you better be careful. This is a new day for Cloverdale. Satan, you better be careful. This is a new day. This is a new day. This is a new generation. We don't fight like the old fighters. We don't fuss and fume and just bait and carry on. We go to war. We go to war and worship. Come on, devil! You take our kids out of the house of God. We'll gather on a Monday night prayer meeting, and we'll pray until the Holy Ghost and gets them out of universities, till the Holy Ghost brings them out of bars. We are not a generation of weak, beat down warriors. We are the mighty sons and daughters of God who are following General El Gabor. It's a rest. It's a rest. never give up never give up never give up don't let nothing discourage you God will do it at his time never give up let nothing discourage you God will do it at his time young man don't you ever give up Don't you never give in. Don't you never back up. You say, preacher, what are you saying? I'm trying to close. Brother Tom, I really am. Let me say this. Cloverdale, you got three options, okay? You got three options, church. Here's your options. You can give in, you can give up, or you can give it all you got. You can give in, you can give up, or you can give it all you got. Cloverdale there at home, you can give in, you can give up, or you can give it all you got. But you got a leader before you, like Brother Bisco, who said, I'm not giving up, and I'm not giving in. I'm going to give it all I got and you got a warrior team in front of you that's saying don't give up don't give in give it all you got come on church give it all you got kick it in it's the last mile it's the last run the plagues are falling the bombs are being heated but I don't care I heard the words of a prophet Did y'all hear me? Russia's hollering. They don't know what they're going to do. America's in a terrible condition. Canada's shaking. Nations are breaking. But I heard a prophet say, don't you worry. Before one bomb ever hits this earth, you'll be in the rapture. I'm resting in what a prophet said. He said I would be there. I trust him. I trust this message. You trust this message. You trust it. You trust it. You can put your life on it. You can build your family on it. You can build a marriage on it. You can build a home on it. It's the rest. It's the rest. This atmosphere right here is why you'll never be the same again. This is the rest. Safely, comfortably resting in God. Let our musicians come this morning. This is the rest. Sis, you might as well go ahead and worship. You might as well go ahead and worship you might as well go ahead and worship while you're waiting church you might as well go ahead and worship while you're waiting on the healing you might as well go ahead and worship while you're waiting on the miracle sis you might as well go ahead and worship god said it his word is true you might as well go ahead and work this ain't a bunch of workup this ain't a bunch of emotion these are believers who have broke through the rims of feelings they broke through the rims of what man has said they've come to a rest you might as well worship you might as well you might as well enjoy this presence this is not any kind of presence this is a vindicated presence it's been vindicated by a message you might as well worship while you're waiting you might as well worship brother you might as well worship You might as well worship while you're waiting. What are you going to do while you're waiting? Worry? I say, no, I'm going to worship. Are you going to be disappointed? No, I'm going to worship. Sister Joanne, I'm just going to worship. I've been called to worship. I'm worshiping under a message with assurance that God is still able. I'm going to bless his name. I'm going to worship his name. I'm going to worship him right now. I'm going to worship him right now. I'm gonna worship while I'm waiting. Tom, I'm not gonna wear myself out worrying while I'm waiting. I'm gonna grow strength by worshiping while I'm waiting. I'm not gonna be some weak beat down something on the morning of the rapture. While I'm waiting on my change, I'm worshiping under the words of a vindicated message. And those words are giving me strength. Every time I hear a prophet say something concerning me, Sister Joanne, it releases strength in me. You know why? Because it's speaking about me. This message is speaking about you. Oh God. It may not look like things are going to turn around, but they will turn around. If you'll just worship and more, things will turn around. If you will worship while you're waiting brother ryan there's been one door closed what am i going to do i'm going to worship in the hallway i'm going to worship in the hallway if he closed one door brother michael he'll open another one and if he'll open another one you know what i'm going to do i'm going to worship while i'm waiting on him to open another and you know what i'm doing while i'm worshiping i'm gaining strength to step in the door that god's going to open come on church this message is an open door message it's calling you come up higher you gotta have the strength to take that step. You say, preacher, you're dragging this out. No, I'm not. No, oh, I'm not. I'm not looking in this visible realm worried about what time lunch is and worried about what we gotta do. I'm looking in another dimension right now. And I'm watching the Spirit of God move across this congregation by a vindicated message. I'm watching people worship their way out of situations. I'm watching people worship their way out from under burdens they've been carrying. Worship while you wait. Don't just stand there and wait. Worship. Worship. Hallelujah. 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 That's it, brother. Go ahead and worship right there. Go ahead and worship right there. I'm not not a fanatic. I'm not a fanatic. I'm a worshiper. Go ahead and worship back there. Go ahead and worship right there. You're going to get that miracle. It's going to come. I promise you. By the word of the Lord, the miracle will come. Don't rush God. Don't kick the door down. Just worship him. Whatsoever things are holy. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are a good report. If there be any praise. If there be any virtue. If there be any strength. Then think on these things. Come on church. Quit thinking on the negative. Quit thinking about what happened 20 years ago. What happened 5 years ago. What happened an hour ago. Let's think on something positive. Let the past be the past. Let the present be the future. And let the future be ours. Let the future be ours. God, I don't know where them words come from. Let the past be the past. Let the present be the future. And let the future be ours. It's not over until God says it's over. This revival will not die. This revival right here will break into a meeting in the air some morning. And we'll be changed. That's right, ain't it, buddy? That's right. This meeting will break out of here one day. hallelujah 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 brother Andrew my miracle ain't going to come how do you know your miracle ain't going to be a body change in five minutes come on friends come on I believe the prophet said Limbs will restore but I also believe he said in any minute we could change dimensions and young will, or old will become young Stooped shoulders will straighten up again we're on the verge of it We'll worship. Well, well, it's like wave after wave after wave. Anybody just want to raise your hands right now and close your eyes? Anybody just want to worship right now for a few minutes? Anybody just want to rest right now in, in the Sabbath of the Holy Ghost? Anybody want to collect strength right now? Oh hallelujah 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 thou demon of fear i rebuke you right now in the name of jesus christ thou demon of fear i rebuke you in the name of jesus you've plagued the people long enough with the fear that they're not going to be able to live this message and they're not going to be able to overcome these things I rebuke you and I silence your voice in the name of Jesus Christ and I repeat to you the words of my Lord that he said unto Moses and he said unto Joshua surely I'll be with you when you go back to school and your friends say what happened and they begin to put prayer pressure up here remember these words surely I'll be with you when you go back to work and the devil tries to plague your mind with a fear surely I I'll be with you he'll be with you on the mountain he'll be with you in the valley he'll be with you when the church is on fire he'll be with you at hard times surely I'll be with you rest today friends he that is in you is greater than the age you're in he that is in you is stronger he's more mightier Thou demon of fear that your marriage is going to fail because your parents' marriage failed. I rebuke that fear in the name of Jesus Christ. That devil that's trapped you in your mind that you've been working for for a long time. I rebuke him in the name of Jesus Christ. No more negative thoughts. No more negative days. No matter how dark it gets, brother. Surely I'll be with you. Surely He'll be with you. Worship Hallelujah! Hallelujah. I want you to worship right now. Forget about who's around you. And just worship right now. Don't worry about the situations you got to go back home to. God goes before you. God will be there before you get there. We don't have to worry about what's waiting on us when we get back home. Brother time, God will be there before we get there. Sister Joanne, right now, he's making a way for us. He's going before us. Sing it, brother.
4: Some, but it's not foreign to me. You can praise his name, you can have victory in your life, or you can walk out defeated. I say, We got the victory today. Hallelujah. drink in these last moments saints we're going to drink it in a man of God has poured out his heart you say well Luther had his day and he had his voice and Wesley had his day had his voice William Brennan had his day and his voice but under her messenger come on what you heard is the final voice to the final age and God is speaking through his fivefold ministry I say, praise him. If you look at a man, that's all you get. If you see God, that's what you'll get. Yep, that's all you get. I want to see God. I remember I going out the door today. Brother Andrew, I was going out the door today. I bring a hanky every once in a while. Not, my, not often. And Joanne opens the cupboard and she says, honey, did you forget something? I said, well, I'm not preaching, but I'll put it in my pocket. Then I heard a preacher say, Let's have a victory sign. I didn't need a Kleenex. I had my own hanky. And it's not a sign of defeat. We're not putting up this defeat. We're telling the devil, You're defeated. Hallelujah. Turn it around. You are not defeated. He's defeated. But you got to put it on your lips. You put it on your lips. The prophet said, "I'll give you words. Put it on your lips, and it will defeat the devil." That's what I heard this morning. Put this message on your lips. Hallelujah! You say, "Brother Tom, you get excited every time you come to the platform." Well, look at this. I'm only half excited because oh, that's Pentecostals, you say. Come on, people. We don't even know what Pentecost is. I've never been there. All right. Whatever that is, I am. Brother Bram said, I'm a Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, Catholic. Woo. You said, Catholic. Look how quiet you got. The universal church of the living God. They stole that from us. And we take it back. We are the bride of Jesus Christ. Amen. And young people, you don't leave that here. Don't you dare, because you know me. You'll get back to church. If I see you sleeping, I'm going to call you up. Oh, yeah. Come on. You got the victory today. But listen, I've had the victory since I was 21. What I was at 21, I am at 67. It does not change. It doesn't change. You say, well, praise the Lord. What not you rather be in a football game? Come on. I'm not painted up looking like an idiot. No, sir. I've got the adornment of the word of the living God. Hallelujah. And I'm not screaming at a football, basketball, baseball. I take thus saith the word. People get excited over silly little things, huh? This is what you need to get excited about. Did you hear from your theophany? Did you hear from Almighty God? Come on, we're not finished. No, sir. Wow. Can I give you a scripture? Can I give you a scripture? Second Chronicles. And listen, if you like a book. Love Chronicles, Second Chronicles twenty and twenty two. When they began to sing and to praise yes. the Lord, yes. sent ambushes against Ammon, Moab, Seir. Glory! If you praise Him, God will send ambushes to your enemy. And when they began, the Bible says, when they began to sing, sing. get that garbage out of your car. You get gospel music, music that comes from this church and other Holy Ghost written. The trash of the, all this stuff of Christian gospel. Boot it out. You heard about images, pictures, things that you had to get out of your life. You know the only, only, you know the only, I hate to admit this because I'm getting really old. The only music I ever heard? Right here. Piskel sisters. Sing, Sing in the car. Sing while you're washing, sisters. Sing while you're ironing. Brothers, while you're working, you put that fitting on. Praise Him. And when they began singing and praising... The Lord sent ambushes against the sons, against their enemies. And that's what you need. You heard today, this is a part of your worship. And God so took them down. He said, he struck them down in defeat. That's the end of the story, devil. We're not going to keep us in suspense. Did we win? Did we not win? God wrote in His Word You sing, you praise, you give Him the glory, the devil's defeated. We're not playing church. Hallelujah, glory to God. Throw up this and do this, do that. No, sir, saints. We come with purpose. We pray with purpose, not a community church. We are the bride of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Man, it's nice to see some warriors down there. I don't call them old because they're sticking a step into a new body. Amen. So wonderful to see you all here this morning. We've had a wonderful time in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Wonderful time. Wonderful time. I trust the saints in Cloverdale that I have a no wonderful time. Well, you know what? When you were waving the flag and I was waving the flag, I thought of the fourth man. I never heard about the fourth man. Listen to me. I don't need somebody to tell me what to do. I've got a connection with that fourth man. I I imagine those brothers going up there. How you doing, Shadrach? I'm doing fine. Meshach, how you doing? Yeah, we're in this together, my brother Murphy. What's God going to do? I don't know, but he's for us. And as we heard, there was a fourth man in the fire. I didn't see the three men, even though they're there and they're my testimony, but I saw the fourth man. How many saw the fourth man today? Amen, Brother Ryan. We got to do it. I told, I warned them. I saw the fourth man. Can we sing it? Amen. Amen. You love that song? Brother Ryan's song. but something that has become a living reality to their soul. That we sing this song we stand beside me, the Son of Man Himself guiding us and keeping us in the perfect will and mind of God. We've heard much word, Lord. I would admonish these precious young people, adults alike, prophet's message, Lord, and proclaim that we are indeed your victory. I thank you for this time at this camp. Always, Lord, a a moving time to know, Lord, we won't go to service tonight, we won't be at church tomorrow, but Lord, we are the church and we will praise you, we will worship you, we will glorify you in the good times. And in the bath, we will praise your holy name for you are worthy of it, Father. I'm asking, Lord, that you'll bless those precious sisters and brothers that labored that we could eat. Lord, I thank you for Brother Andrew, for a man of God that we could eat spiritually. I trust, Lord, he'll go home with a good report that there is a group of people, young people, that are on fire in the Pacific Northwest and in British Columbia, and it's a fire that the devil can't put out. Thank God for every brother that's here, Brother Michael, Brother Murphy, that have supported and done so much work, their wives, musicians, each one, Lord. We can't thank you enough for the gifts of God in this body. It would not happen without them. And I pray, Lord, that the young people will show an appreciation as they greet one another. I ask now, Lord, that your grace will go with us. And we ask it in Jesus. Precious, precious. Well, it always is a little sad because I love looking at your faces I love looking down seeing the saints from Seattle coming up and you girls being here it means so much to us God bless you God bless you think you don't get seen we see you and I know the Lord Jesus sees your heart and knows what he, he's got something for you for all that are visiting us God bless you God be with you and may you keep this Revival fire burning. Keep it burning. Keep it burning. I, where's Brother Sam? Sam, where are you Sam? Come on up here, you gotta stand with me man. I've known this boy, man from a little boy, a baby. And Sam, you're still here. Devil fight you. The Lord's the winner. Amen. 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 I want you to know the camp was something special for you. I saw you that was Amen. God bless you, we love you. Amen. I wish I could have everyone stand up here, but you're standing anyways. I want to thank you. Greet one another. I know you want to sing another song. <laughs> well, Michael would have to leave that one. <laughs> you want to help him? I don't know. I don't know I like Okay, one more song, in "The Spirit of the Lord." Okay. <laughs>
2: know it. Okay.
3: When the spirit of the Lord comes
2: upon my heart, I will sing like the
3: oh this is just pentecostal i'm going to tell you something i don't have a clue what that even means because i've never been there so you kidding it doesn't mean nothing to me so if i shouted and danced about and did whatever it has nothing to do with that it has everything to do with the holy spirit falling upon us like it did david amen so like david we can dance. they don't have ownership on that no sir you haven't you don't know nothing about it either The same Holy Spirit that fell on Peter can make you dance about like David? That's God. That's not no emotion because we've never been there. I reject that. I reject that denominational thing. Well, that's just something that they do. No, it's not. They lay claim to something falsely. It's my claim. When the Spirit of the Lord
2: comes upon my heart, well, I will dance. You can.
3: about this much of what you'll do when we cross over. Just about, can you see space between my fingers? No, cause it'll be a whole lot different when we step over on that other side, brother Sam. Oh my goodness, and then you'll be like David. You got nothing on me. I won't be dancing like David danced. You're gonna be dancing like I dance because it'll be something totally supernatural. Hey. close brother Murphy. Well we just continue on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <sighs> What's that? But <laughs> uh, Ryan said we need to sing a rise again.
2: Well we'll rise.
3: The word. What do you said? He said, Cloverdale. He said, Winter Camp 2022. What's the rest of the story? Come on. Come on. Say it again, real clear. He said something else too. There we go. Actually, he said, last stand. Custer's last stand. Winter Camp 2022 is Satan. Last out. Oh my, that was good. That was good. But he gave that account of the Sioux having their worship time, their time of worship. Oh my goodness. Custer didn't have a clue what he was walking into. Oh my goodness. He thought he had all the power. He thought he had all the six shooters to come against him and all his fancy stuff. But he completely underestimated what they had going on in the Sioux army, and then Satan has completely underestimated what you got this winter camp. He has no clue what he's walking into when you walk off them gates, and you're like driving home, but he's underestimated you saints, and you've got the battle won. It's his last stand, Brother Gay. Glory! Amen!
2: Will arise Possess your inheritance
3: Father Andrew, you're going to sing. so you're actually able to leave if you need to (laughs) but you're not so we're going to end on what Brother Tom wanted to end with right we sang it last night Brother Tom says, you know, I wanted to sing a a song that we can close that the young people could maybe if you want to come up and you sing it with me up on the platform and I'm going to put the same young ladies on the same hot spot, we're going to sing the song we believe as we Into this camp, we're going to sing it with you so you're not alone. We're going to, Oh, if you want to sing with me, you don't have to be alone. Come up and join me, young people. We're saying we believe for it, amen. I'm going to sing on that song. Can you bring the words up? Yeah, I could sing alone too if you want to do that too. They say this mountain camping move. Y'all want you to, if 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 this is your testimony, you came into camp, devil saying, Hey, your mountain ain't moving, your mountain ain't moving, your chains ain't breaking. But you came and you just camped and and those chains were broke and the mountain was moved. I want you to be able to sing this song with me. You sing it in the face of the enemy. Satan, 2022, is your last time because the mountain moved and my chains were broken. And I want to tell you, you said my chains would never break. You said this mountain would never fall. You know the word. Sing it to him who says that to you. Amen. Amen. Then we can help the uh, sisters that were all alone last night. Amen. Let's sing it as a declaration together. I'm singing it with you, too. You say this mountain can be
2: moved. You say these chains will never end. But they don't know.
3: don't know if you noticed, but I sang it present tense. (laughs) We've seen a miracle. Amen. Present tense.
2: Brother
3: Jean, would you like to just close in prayer? Pray a prayer of victory. My, because we've been praying. We've been praying for battles to be won. We've been praying for victories to be had. So now we're going to just pray a prayer of thanksgiving back to him. Amen. We've labored in battle and prayer, Brother Jean, and there's victories right here. Amen. 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 We'll pray with you. (laughs) Yes, sir.
6: My, I don't want to close. (laughs) Glory. Glory. (laughs) Miracles behind me. Miracles in front of me. Can I just say something? Is it okay? Just one thing. (laughs) I, I was just thinking, standing there, I was thinking about Miriam. When they crossed the Red Sea, she led the worship because said she saw in the Red Sea a lifeless body of an Egyptian that tormented her for years. If you can praise and shout, let me invite you to the Red Sea. Look in that Red Sea. Do you see that depression laying lifeless in the Red Sea? Do you see that demon of fear that plagued you for years? You tried to overcome, you tried, you tried. This morning, that demon is lifeless in the Red Sea. Come on, Miriam. You can shout. You can praise. Glory. Are you free? Are you free? Have you seen your enemy defeated? A prophet said, These Egyptians that you see, you will see them no more. That depression, you won't see it anymore. It's gone. Lifeless in the, in the Red Sea. No resurrection for that demon. I'm sorry, it's still so quiet. Let me invite you look at the Red Sea. My, 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 my. Whew. How do we close? How? How do we close? <laughs> Blessed be in the name of the Lord. Wonderful, wonderful. You want to sing that?
2: <laughs> Let's go.
6: joy that fills our soul Lord for this wonderful week we've had from a Wednesday night and Friday and Saturday and this morning Lord the word of God thundering oh God Lord we've heard oh God from you we've heard directly from the throne of God Not the words of a man Lord we've heard the inspiration of the hour the message that came through a prophet Lord God that is producing world results Lord it's not emotion, Lord. this is the Word of God that's producing what we're seeing before us Lord God and I can stand here like Peter and say this is that which was prophesied by the prophet Malachi 4 the prophet said there will be young men that will stand here behind me a young man and young woman Lord God that have received the charge of this hour oh God Oh, Lord, it's a prophet who cry out, where are the mighty men that will stand with me? Today, this preach, this scripture is fulfilled. Here are mighty men and women that are standing firm, Lord God. When everybody else is leaving this glorious truth, you're making it more real to us, Lord God. Where the people are leaving this message, Lord God, we are receiving strength to press on, Lord God. Lord, we thank you, Father, for this great deliverance, oh God, for this great liberty, Father. I believe with all my heart the chains have been broken, Lord God. I believe that the captives have been set free, oh God. This is why there is a shout in the camp of a king, because it's victory, oh God, in our midst, Father. We thank you, Father, for the pillar of fire that we're following through the Red sea, O God. We thank you for that pillar of fire that we follow through Jordan River. And now we thank you, Father, because that pillar of fire has led us into the promised land, Lord God. And we've taken out a position as adopted sons and daughters of God, standing in our own land, Father, ready for war, defending our inheritance, Lord God. No devil is going to come and seal our joy. No devil is going to come and seal our victory. No devil is going to come back and seal what God has given us at this camp, Lord. We will march further from this place of the victorious army. We've heard it, Lord God. The devil cannot defeat this bride. She is invisible, Lord God. So when the devil comes on the Monday morning, on the Tuesday morning, we will overcome by the word of God, by the power of our testimony, Lord God. We Thank you, Father. Indeed, Lord, it was said before camp, this is a different church. This is a different campground. These young people are a different generation, Lord God. And will march forward from this place to different people. The devil might think that last time he could come after a camp and seal our crop and seal our harvest. Not this time, Satan. Not this time. We are a victorious people this morning, Lord. For the word fails me. How can I express, Lord? the love that I have in my heart for you, oh God. How can I express my gratitude for the things that you've done for me personally and for the people of God? Parents have prayed, Lord, counselors and prayer meetings, Father, we've labored, oh God, to see the move of God in our church. Here we are, oh God, to make sure that we give you praise, to make sure we give you all the glory, for surely you're worthy of it, Lord. If we don't cry out these rocks, we cry out, Lord. And this morning, receive our praise, Lord. Receive it, Lord, giving unto you. We thank you, Father, for the servant of God, Brother Andrew. Once more, pour strength back into your servant, Lord. Be with him on his way back, O oh God. Be with each one of us as we make our way back, Lord. Be with us through the fellowship, Lord. Lord, let, let the God that we experience here continue to draw closer to us, Lord. And draw us closer to you, Lord. Father, you can see in the depths of our heart, there's nothing but love for you love for the people of god lord we thank you father that your word has come through this camp and quicken our desire back to you lord we love you lord we want to proclaim it we love you lord blessed be your name in the name of the lord jesus christ amen can we just sing i love him i love him because he first loved me
3: someone changing, and if he is in you, so are you faithful. Amen. Maybe as we leave, you dismiss and shake hands with one another. We can just sing as we part. My Redeemer is faithful and true, just as we leave now. Read each one as we sing this. My Redeemer is faithful